Hello, everyone. Thank you very much for coming along tonight. Uh, I'm sure you enjoyed that as much as I did. Fantastic to see the crew causing mayhem all over the universe. And I would like to now introduce them. Mr. Craig Charles. <laughs> Robert Llewellyn. Danny John Jules. Chris Barry. And Doug Naylor. Making old man noises already. Shall I just go? I nearly fell asleep up there. I was just getting really comfortable. Can't fall asleep, it was fantastic. No, but no. Well. <laughs> <laughs> you would have been the only one falling asleep. Doug, tell us about uh, how you went about recreating this great hit after it had been in sort of deep sleep for a while. How, how, what was the process when UK TV <coughs> came to you? It had, it had been on uh, Dave, uh, and uh, the repeats had done really well. And uh, I think it was coming up for our, was it 20th? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and he wanted to do something, and he wondered, could we get the guys back in costumes introducing some clips? And we sort of wheedled <laughs> our way in from that uh, by going, wouldn't it be better if we did maybe a sketch with them, and then maybe wouldn't it be better if we did maybe one show? And Steve uh, North kept running off and getting a bit more money. And then we said, why don't we just do a short series of three? Um, by which time they were kind of... Um, hooked uh, on the idea and then we were able to, 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 to do that show. And what was your guys' reaction when Doug proposed this, coming back initially for the three-part series, what did you all say? We thought it was in Broadmoor. <laughs> <laughs> I just said, Doug who? <laughs> what did you say, Chris? <laughs> I just said, bring it on, I'm a bit skint at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Robert, what, what was your reaction? I couldn't believe it. I mean, it was, uh, yeah, it was, uh, well, because we'd heard so many stories about, oh, you're going to do a sketch show, and you're going, what, a sketch what? show? You know, mm. and, then, and then you're going to do, introduce, yeah, I like the idea of introducing clips in costume. Yeah. And here's a clip. Yeah. <laughs> Remember this? <laughs> Four hours in makeup, and I say, here's a fucking <laughs> clip. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have any worries, Doug, though, that people would say, oh, you know, you should never bring back a great loved show like this, that people might say it wasn't as oh, good yeah. as it was? Of course, yes, yes, yes. Um, it's always a massive risk, isn't it? And you don't truly know. And also, you know, they're comparing it to the days at the BBC where we had the BBC VisFX uh, department. They came virtually free with the show because there was no Doctor Who back then. They weren't mm -hmm. doing anything and then we'd collected the sets, and so we had all the sets for free, and so the production values of kind of, when we got to series four, five, and six, mm. were absolutely enormous. Um, and so, but here we were starting again. And in fact, we had, I think, two, two three sets altogether. And uh, I'd met some really good people in Australia. One of them was a VisFX supervisor called Mike Seymour. And I called him and said, would he do, would he fly in from Australia? and could he help with this? And he basically has a sort of um, VisFX university that he runs, <coughs> and he got all his students to make uh, CG sets for us. Wow. So when the guys came in for the first day, it was like, wow, here we are. We've got this massive studio in Shepparton. 
there was this set there, which was a diving bell, which was about from about slightly bigger than one of these that tables. Yeah. And that was it. <laughs> that, was, that was the only thing in. <laughs> so that was great, wasn't it? Boys, because you love we acting love against yeah. green screen, don't you? I can't wait to get yeah. back in that costume. Yeah. Yeah. And it was sort of like, we step at a time, step at a time, and, and we'll get there eventually. But it was, yeah, we did eventually. And what was it like for you, Robert, when you were reunited after, after a while apart? I mean, it was great because we, 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 I think it's fair to say, I'm going to say, that we enjoy each other's company. I mean, I laugh mm. a lot when I'm with these three. <laughs> at the same time uh, as them? At the same time as them. Sometimes, sometimes I hear laughter as I'm leaving the room. Sometimes I hear outside and we can hear them. But, I mean, well, there, was, there was definitely a moment when we were, we were all on the... We were all, I think, because we'd seen each other quite regularly over the, the gap yeah. the, when we weren't doing anything. And then there was a moment, I definitely remember very clearly, when we were all on the set in costume and we all looked at each other and went, oh, God, it's like we've had a weekend off. You know, it felt so instantly. As soon it was as on the set of Corrie, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, no, I, I, I remember it in, the, in Shepparton. Or maybe it was on the set of Corrie. I can't remember. Maybe the whole fish got together on the set of That's Corrie. right. We've yeah. Got, yeah. Well, we get first scene back Tell us about Had you worked on Corrie? Have you been there before, Craig, to the Corrie set? Because <laughs> I've been there before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is it, I have to cut his food up for him as well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the first day back, we're on the set of well, Corrie. We're on the set of Corrie. Yeah. 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 We wrote Corrie in because it was a free set. You said right. that we can get yeah. Corrie. All yeah. right, I'll write that in. That's yeah. it. Because you know. it's free. But I, thought, I thought that story was really good, you know. But, uh, yeah. yeah. But anyway. Yeah. Well, 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 I, think, I didn't think much, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> and then we built a little Starbuck. Uh, Starbuck oh, that, that was the, fir the first shot of the day. And we locked the key in it. Locked the key. And we, we, locked locked first, <laughs> we were locked out. And first shot call, of the day, we are locked yeah, yeah. outside the Starbuck. Yeah. We, got a we had to call the AA and break a window to get in. Only on Red Dwarf. And where are you? We're in Coronation Street. We're in Coronation Street. Small spaceship. All the production of Coronation Street are looking at us like that, going, very professional. <laughs> These guys do two and a half hours of drama a week, yeah. and we can't even get into Starbucks for the first week. <laughs> Without calling the AA. <laughs> But they but never turned car, up. The budget was so, so I had to buy that car. <laughs> I love that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I had to buy it. How did you get the end? One of the members yeah. came along with a hammer, yeah. Yeah. smashed the window. Chris, what was it like for you to be back playing the, the wonderful Rimmer? Oh, shit. <laughs> you know, more abuse. Um, no, it was, it, was, it, was, it was fun. It was like, as Robert said, it was just like a very easy into it. Once you get the, uh, the H slapped on into the old uh, the uniform, which I could just about get into, um, it, was, it was good. And once the dialogue starts rolling, we're, um, we're, we're you know, it, it really does, the time just, the nine years just evaporated and yeah. we're, we're straight into it, you know? Hammering so, down the old 316 with the old pum-pum wagon. What? <laughs> Daddy, I've told you not to... Do... What's <laughs> computer code, then? <laughs> Keep your private life to yourself. Yeah. Exactly. That's kind of an in-joke. Uh, we've got, like, 30 years of in-jokes, so when we're together, we can actually talk in code. <laughs> and no-one knows what we're on about, because they're all in-jokes from, like, 1987 and 1989. Yeah. Or from Robert's book. <laughs> I wrote them all down. Yeah. And Danny, for you, what was it like to come back to Cat? Yeah, nervous. Nervous? Yeah. Were you worried about what people might think then? Well, wearing those clothes at the end. Robert bringing back the show. Well, my kind, it was a bit like Robert. He looked at me and goes, Dan, I'm 60 with a giant condom on my head. There's <laughs> <laughs> no dignity. I'm 55 and I look like Tina Turner. <laughs> 
<laughs> Doug, you've made th this wonderful series now. Is it is it hard after so many years and so many great stories to, to generate new plots for these guys? No, no, it, 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 no. This, I mean, I think that's one of the benefits of science fiction mm -hmm. um, that you're able to go anywhere and do anything. And there are so many things you think, God, how come we haven't done that? How come we haven't done this? We were just chatting before, weren't we? Yeah. Wouldn't it be great if we could sort of beam into an episode of like Thunderbirds, Thunderbirds. or something like that? <laughs> yeah. and, you know, you're just like, why, why, we why can't we do yeah, that? You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can't. Yeah. Um, that's, I mean, that's the quality of my acting. I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't have to do my life just get a place. The Thunderbirds are slightly less wooden, but. But Doug, is it also because sci-fi is kind of timeless? It never dates. Yeah, I mean, I think there's that. Yeah, I mean, that's why we're still here because mm. normally you do two, three series, don't you? And then, then even if it's you know successful, that that's it. You're shuffled mm. off the mod call. Um, but. They've basically been going around on Dave. They've been getting the audiences, and I think we've attracted sort of a different generation. New audience, yeah. yeah. Um, and when you came back, it was 2.7 million, Dave's biggest ever audience yes, in comedy, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was. And strangely, we beat BBC <coughs> Two, uh, and wow. I'm, you know, um, which was really odd. Um, but quite also, also, yeah, quite, you were quite, you were happy. Probably an antique show on BBC Two or something, or a cookery show, where you cut up food. Yeah, yeah. Robert, twenty-eight years now. Why do you think it remains so popular? This show. I mean, it is, it's it's a, a constant mystery to us in a way. But I mean, I think it is, and we've and we've often said it's because of the writing. So from our point of view, it's when we sit down in the in the when we read through the script mm. the first time, it's an amazing experience for us because <laughs> yeah. there's something totally bonkers and barking mad and weird and it's kind of, how the hell are we going to do this as we yeah. read through it? But, I mean, Doug very generously says it's the, it's the chemistry between it's, us. So it's, it is a combination of that. But, I mean, the writing, absolutely. I think yeah. that's well, what I've always loved well, about it. it's quite rare because you've got a, a show with four f genuinely funny characters. Mm. And yeah. not many comedy shows have that. They have one or two or three, but four genuinely funny. So you're off. That, that gives you a great start. Yeah, yeah absolutely. S something I said to you beforehand is what strikes me is the way that it still has such energy to this show. I mean, you compared it to John Cleese's Faulty, you know, that comet attack that he has. Yes, yeah. that, is that something that you feel as you're performing that you just feel yeah. really invigorated by? It, it, it is. It's very much in, in the Faulty Towers kind of energy zone. Yeah. But the thing about it is the character hasn't really grown up, you know. I mean, we're not, we're not really allowed to mature, you know. No. Kind of it's just about timeless. About any red, red Dwarf script is, when you get them, even though <laughs> when we did sort of 12 episodes, you know, two series back to back over Christmas, even by the end, we're complete, the batteries are completely down. Oh, you're dead. Yeah, we're, yeah. we're reading the new scripts, the new rewrites, and it's always so entertaining yeah. just to read. You're yeah. thinking, we're going to do this somehow, because it's so exciting. And, you know, I tell you, you know, I've been offered quite a few scripts over the years and just you know, watch them, you I don't want to read that. Mm. It's just, it's not, it's not, you know, yeah. capturing me. It hasn't captured me. Mm. Whereas any Red Dwarf script, yeah. you know. It's funny though, the 12th show we did, the energy was, oh man. Oh, the energy in that 12th show was just. That's because we all had the enormous. motors running, Doug. That's because we all had the motors <laughs> running outside <laughs> like that. We're, on the, oh. we're off in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was kind of end of term. It was, it was, yeah. it was end of term. Skills out for summer, but, but that came across in a really good, yeah. Yeah. Good way. But I mean, it does take, because if I, which I never do, but if I try and think about how, you know, how we do it, I, yeah. I don't, it's a total mystery. How, you know, before we started, I was in quite a state 
Because I was thinking, I don't know how to do I can't do bloody crime. I can't do acting. I don't do it anywhere else. Yeah. <laughs> and we get in that costume, I get with these guys, and it's literally like you're sitting on a rocket. It just goes. I mean, I don't know where that any. It doesn't something feel happens, like that yeah. energy comes from me. It just comes like, boom, you know, yeah. there's something happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it really, it's very notable when we do like a camera rehearsal before the audience are in. Mm. And it, then it's a bit flat and I'm going, oh, God, God, I don't remember what we... When do we come in? Do we go oh, in now? Oh, I'm with Chris oh, going, do I go do in now or not? What? Yeah. It's and all then, those looks you see up there. Yeah. Actually, yeah. they're genuine. Yeah. <laughs> what? Who says something next? We're all looking at each other. But then when the audience is in, something happens. It just yeah. boom. And that's What's why we love to open the audience. Is it that sort of surge of adrenaline you get when you're performing. It's because we're all yeah. four natural show-offs. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it is, isn't it? Yeah. Um, you know, everyone wants to get the laugh and everyone wants to sort of outdo each other, but in a nice way, do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like a very I, I don't think it's about very doing supportive I, I way. I think it's more mean? about keeping up with the other three. You don't want to be the odd one out because you know, uh, oh God, I've got to see me rumor. Oh no, <laughs> he's got some funny lines. <laughs> and then you're like, how am I, Doug? <laughs> but of course, we always remember that, that what Doug once said to us, well, when there's sort of, someone gets a laugh in the thing, Doug, one year, I can't remember, of the 28 years we've done it, which year it was, but um, it, Doug sort of said, ah, yeah, but whose laugh is it? Yeah. And we all went, mm. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> it's the laugh of the bloke who says the funny bit. Ha 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 ha. But yeah. not necessarily. No, no, no the feed's really the feed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And the reaction yeah. to that line yeah, yeah, yeah. as well. Yeah. Well, the classic what, what, one. Well, the camera's got to cut, you know, after the laugh line's delivered, the camera's got to cut somewhere else. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. you know, so the laugh's kind of shared around. Well, yeah. that, that, that one's uh, the easy way to explain that one was the, the moose gag. Yeah. So, is he Swedish was never a joke. <laughs> And so I, when I said, is he Swedish, and they laughed, me and Chris were looking at each other with horrors because I thought, what's the next line? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I know it's not the gag, but I've got another gag. And I had literally the time that the audience laughed to remember what the next line was. <laughs> <laughs> it's a moose. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great scene. That was crazy. <laughs> so when you reappeared, it, uh, I think you said it was like you'd just been away for a weekend. Can you talk a bit about this chemistry between you? Is it, is it just good luck? Have you worked on it? Have you gone out for a lot of curries together? How, how does it happen? I don't know. It's like, I mean, it's like the four of us have been together, like uh, five of us have been together all night, and actually no one's actually mentioned yet that uh, Danny's wearing Hilda Ogden's wallpaper. Homage <laughs> 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 to another literary character. <laughs> <laughs> to Corey, <laughs> yes. <laughs> to Hilda. To <laughs> Hilda. <laughs> yeah. Don't care about this. <laughs> <laughs> I had to get that on it. <laughs> Sorry, what was the question? <laughs> it's, it's just a shame I haven't got Craig's shirt. <laughs> that would be that would do it. Yeah. I think I think one of the things is it is you know it's a difficult it's a, a dangerous thing to say as a toffee thespian tosser, but. <laughs> It is quite a tough show to do. I mean, I've done, yeah. we've all done a lot of other TV shows of yeah, all man. sorts, and they're brilliant fun, or they're hard work, or you do long hours. Nothing is as hard as Red Dwarf. No. Red Dwarf pushes, and it's not just us, it's the crew, the camera crew, yeah. the sound people, everyone is going, God, we can't, oh, it's just about, it's always just about working. The slidey doors, whenever there's a slidey door. <laughs> I mean, the Why didn't Red Dwarf have doors that open like that? No, The chemistry comes from the, from the writing, you know, for, of yeah. the characters and the fact we have done it for, mm. for all these series and the fact that, you know, we, we just, we get on well together, you know, we'll, and it's just, it's just, 
I don't know. It's it's a mysterious thing how the how it all works. But I think a lot of it just comes from we Doug's don't know. Exactly. I think there's about four completely different people. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, completely mm. different characters. And really. held together by the script. Yeah. Mm. That's it. So, so, Doug, I mean, now you know these guys so well. Is it easier just say, ah, oh, yes, I know what Rimmer would do in this situation or whatever? Does it come much more naturally? You just try and not piss him off, to be honest. <laughs> 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 he's, he's, he's kind of the same, really. He's kind of the same. It hasn't. Yeah. I'd, uh, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, but also, I think it's, you know, on a lot of shows, yeah. <laughs> if there's a question about, uh, you know, a script or the way the show's moving at the moment, mm. they, they, they usually make 15 phone calls you know, to London, to this, to that, to the coop, and then, mm. yeah, you can say the instead of the, um, whereas Doug's always there, there um, and it will fi he will fix it immediately and you move on. <laughs> You, you, know, you don't have to get stuck at that yeah. point, and or someone says, you know, what about if we did this and then that, and then Doug will think about it and go, no, that's a crap idea, <laughs> and, or, and or yes, or, and it will be done straight away. Yeah. And so, the re I mean, there's a lot of rewrites, so um, oh. yeah. the, the difference between what we read the first time oh, we sit down dear. to read it and what we eventually record is yeah. is extraordinary. How much? Yeah, I mean, the second show tonight was originally called Lift Off, with the guys both trapped in two lifts. Um, yes, of course. And it was it was deliberately designed to be super cheap, mm. to <laughs> give us <laughs> so, some money to pay for Twentica. Mm. Um, and it still had the idea of the Karma Drive, and, and Richard and Andrew both said, you know, this is a waste of an idea, you, sh you should go for it and mm. expand it. Mm. And, um, and then it became Samsara. But how do you do that as, as well as directing? I mean, it's phenomenal. Get up early. <laughs> yeah. but, we, but, but we're already we're, we're, by that time we're already rehearsing the scenes that are going to stay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then we wait yeah. for the yeah. beginning. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We yeah. might we might be filming the middle. Yeah. And that's brave. I mean, there has been. I mean, yeah. <laughs> there was a very extreme version of this in I think series six, uh, a long time ago when we all, we did actually have when we were in Starbucks and we actually oh, had autocues. We had autocues, yeah. which is the only time we've ever had them. Live in front of an audience, autocues, getting rewrites in the middle of the performance. Wow. We're all there driving spaceships like that, looking, but we're looking at screens. And and you can see your lights changing before your face. Hey, that was a very late rewrite. Series 12, <laughs> late rewrites, but no autocue. Eight, <laughs> eight and a half page scene, remember? Yeah. Eight, it, it, it went half, really well. Twentica got rewritten, uh, got rewritten on the Thursday before we shot it live in front oh, of no, the yeah. audience on the Friday. I mean, scene two. And, and the scripts went out, but of course you didn't read them because we were shooting yeah, we something shoot else. So then they all got in on the Friday. <laughs> oh, new pages. What? what? We're doing it tonight in front of the audience? <laughs> And that was a big long scene. What was the eight and a half page scene in front of the audience? Yeah, that, that one. That that was, that one yeah, that was that one, yeah. yeah. And that whole. Yeah, the that second oh, half God, I've just remembered that. Do you remember? Yeah, yeah we yeah. just watched it. We, were, we, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we watched that. We watched that, Bobby. And we saw it. I wish you'd remembered it, it on the night. <laughs> 
Actually, you all did. We did. did, you, we did, we did, we did all, I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> oh, no, that's am, am I a hostage? <laughs> when am I a hostage? When yeah. No, but the <laughs> big long scene at the end. Which, yeah. Which, yeah. Which, oh, the, the big yeah, long scene yeah, at the end. Yeah, Everyone yeah. absolutely We were nailed. backstage yeah. trembling. Yeah, you saw Lucy nailed it from the I know. Yeah, yeah. She stepped in. Yeah. It was yeah. absolutely brilliant. Yeah. Really we have to be nice because she's But the rewrites are all for a reason. You'd hate rewrites if it was just making the show worse. It's all there just to make it better. You know, it's like trying to take as much time as possible before yet before it goes out to make it good. I think it's the only time in my working life I've ever said, "Oh God, this is really good," because it's totally different to what you've been trying to learn all week. Oh no, this is better. And the other difficult side, I suppose, is, is the makeup, the prosthetics. I mean, how do you find that, Robert? Is it incredibly demanding? Just only a moron would do it. Really. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> hold on a minute. Hold on. Hold on a minute. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, only a moron would do it for a really long time. <laughs> Highly intelligent. People full of respect uh, and uh, dignity would maybe do it once. Uh, or maybe two days. Uh, in homage. In an homage. He's had two books out of this mask. <laughs> <laughs> but this, this, the no mask is a lot, is, is a huge technological improvement. So mm. what we just saw tonight was much better than... Mm. It has been said, I believe, that uh, in series 12, mm -hmm. all of us uh, have a uh, go through the Crichton experience. Yeah, so for three filming days, we all have a mask. And I can tell you um, that... Two and a half weeks ago, I had a hernia operation, and I'd rather go through the hernia operation. <laughs> Every day. Every day. <laughs> I've always taken the Mickey Mouse and just say, I'll oh, stop moaning, Robert, stop moaning. But I wore the mask for three days, and it is the most uncomfortable thing. Mate. I mean, it, it was so bad. I, I thought I was crying, but I wasn't. I was sweating out of my eyelids. <laughs> Because it had nowhere else to go, yeah. I was sweating <laughs> out of my eyelids. Well, the first day I, I uh, expired at the end of the day. Yeah, <laughs> you make right, a mask, Chris a bit of dry ice, mm -hmm. sort of. You know, I couldn't handle that. Yeah. I just went over. He was carted off. Went <laughs> 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 out. What about a stretcher? Took him out. Where's Chris? Where's Chris? Where's Chris? I went home. I was, was going to die. It's an unbelievable episode when you see that. Before you get to the mask, you've got to get the head cast. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's that's. Tell that. us about that. I quite enjoyed that, mate. It's all right. A lot yeah, of people can't do it. It was all right. You've liked that. Yeah, yeah I quite enjoyed that. Yeah, that oh, it looks terrible. <laughs> it's, it's, kind, it's kind of kind of kind of get like a head massage. Thought it was all right. Man, the thing's getting as it dries, it's getting tighter and hotter, tighter well. and hotter. Because it goes warm, the, the actual substance. Yeah, but then they take it off after 20 minutes. With the Crichton mask, they don't take it off for 14 hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the Crichton mask yeah, isn't getting buckets. tight yeah. up. <laughs> anyway, yeah, yeah, and you I go like that with your head and sweat drips out your ear. It's true, you should fill a glass like that. <laughs> Greg, you should make me do it in front of the audience. Say, watch this, it's a good trick, but we can do tip my head sideways and put it would drip into a glass. <laughs> <laughs> Strangely, the rest I didn't of the drink it. <laughs> the rest of the evening was always a bit flatter after that. <laughs> Doug, you've made 12 episodes back to back, a monumental achievement. Do you have more stories bubbling up? I mean, if God willing, this is recommissioned. Yeah, because you're never able to use all the ideas. I mean, some's just, you can't do it. We haven't got, you know, the location stuff or we can't find, so there's, yeah, there's still, there's, uh, there's a ton, ton of ideas that we haven't, haven't done yet. 
which the Crichton idea happened when we were doing series 10 on the last day. Right. Me and oh, Craig. This has been going on for years, though, hasn't it? Me, yeah, yeah, yeah. me and Craig. I, mean, I wanted to do Crichton's dream where he was human. <laughs> right. Because he was always told on about the mask. Yeah. Right. Where he was human and we were all in masks to yeah. give him a week yeah. off. Yeah. 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 On the last day, we yeah. put. We put um, some uh, his spare heads on, yeah, and got the makeup girls yeah. to spray them our colour, mm, and yeah. we ran into the production office oh, and went, was so <laughs> 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 that was And that shocking. was it. Doug's face <laughs> was a. Tr- uh, Danny started. You did I started a, doing it in a West Indian accent. A West Indian mechanoid. <laughs> a West Indian <laughs> with, with, a, with a black and white minstrel. I mean, like <laughs> yeah. a spray black. It was absolutely it was just, like. Uh, oh God. Yeah, Johnny Quango. Do the line, do the line that mechanoids all coming over here. Yeah, taking these mechanoids coming over here taking our women. Craig, <laughs> 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 Craig, yeah. yeah. <laughs> is under a lot of scrutiny at the moment uh, through its charter. Are you glad that you're with UK TV now? It does, does that sort of take some of the pressure off and does it feel more like a natural home now? Ooh. <laughs> a bit of politics there. Ooh. <laughs> I have to say, UK TV could not have been better. Yeah. Um, they really have just been amazing, amazingly supportive yeah. from, from day one and are continually, you know, you just couldn't wish for more. You, you really genuinely couldn't. We were always slightly outsiders when we were with the BBC. I think it was partly because it wasn't commissioned in London. Uh, it was commissioned in Manchester. Manchester. And then because we all lived in London, we then made it in Shepparton. And we didn't really have any kind of interference from them. But equally, we didn't ever have. I remember when we won the Emmy. And they would never invite the four boys to the um, BBC Light Entertainment Party. And. Um, when we won the Emmy, I phoned up and said, you've got to invite them now. We've just won the Emmy. There's no way you can't invite them. And I was told that we, they couldn't invite uh, Craig and Danny because there were fire risks. That was... <laughs> now, I didn't know. Maybe it's a genetic gene thing that you're just more combustible. <laughs> you do sometimes. Yeah, you some yeah that, that, that was the thing. Was, what the fuck? No, basically... <laughs> What, what it meant was, you know, you know when you have, like, sorry, we've got our number, yeah. and then if you invite any other extra yeah. people, <laughs> they become virus. Yeah. It wasn't really anything against you That's being particularly fiery, but that was the actual phrase. <laughs> it was like, okay, well, can't you uninvite a couple of people? No, and it didn't happen. Wow. And, and, That's and, on record, by the way. Yeah. 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 I never heard of that. No, yeah. I mean, well, the Spinal yeah. Tap drummers who self-combust. <laughs> yeah. 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 Usually it's Rastafarians. <laughs> <laughs> Quite Sorry. proud of yourself now. Yeah. 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 Big split, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Why? Danny, Danny. Yeah. I'm a talk up this man. No, 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 no not big enough. <laughs> oh, <dear>. Any <laughs> other questions? Yes, hi, hi guys. Hi. Um, believe it or not, when I was 10 years old, I actually came onto the set of Red Dwarf. Uh, my dad uh, had a trout farm at the time, and we poured uh, fish over uh, oh, poured Craig, fish and we had the live me, yeah. fish. Yeah. So I just want to thank you, because that 
experience for me at a ten year, as a 10-year-old inspired me to become a filmmaker. Oh. And that's why I'm here today. So I just oh. want to thank you guys. Thank you. Thank you. you made that was confidence and paranoia when I was dreaming yeah. things confidence and, make, and they became yeah. solid. Yeah. Yeah. Craig Ferguson was in that. Craig he went Ferguson. on to be a multi-billionaire American TV star. He's done everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. whatever yeah. happened to him. Yeah. 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 Like, Crashed and burned when he left us, you know. Yes, the gentleman in the white shirt. Hi. So I grew up watching you guys and it's, I say it's, it's a so intelligent, so funny. So thank you for so many years of, you know, there's there's no other show like you. Um, we were sitting down having a chat before we came in about our favorite episodes, and you know, you got Camille, Rimmer World. I mean, some absolute gems. As the crew together, do you have an episode or an episode each that you reckon really touched you? That you, when you go, hey, after like thirty years of doing this, this was the absolute high point. Really. Mm. That is a question that um, <laughs> tried to answer for 29 years. Yeah. Yeah, 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 in Q&As. Uh, look, I, it's difficult. There are so many. It's, it's easy Too to pick out shows from my own point of view that maybe... Yeah. Your favourite. You yeah. know, um, Stasis League, to this day, I still can't work out what went on there. <laughs> <laughs> Just come out of the table, Chris, and say the line. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it's... To be fair, I actually don't even remember being in that one. <laughs> But if I had to pick, I mean, the Marooned, I go back to series three, uh, where you know, we got rid of the B yeah, team, and Craig and I had to. Yeah, yeah. Be, yeah. Craig had that. Me and, sort me of and nice Bobby thing. were waiting next to a Volkswagen um, fan. Yeah. And uh, but for me, it has to be uh, a, a dimension jump with with Ace and oh, yeah. Snakehead oh, yeah. Rimmer. So well, that's about those, those. I'd pick out those two. I quite liked uh, Marooned. I thought that was great. I loved the one polymorph with the shrinking shorts yeah. and Brighton and his, uh, and his groinal attachment. Perfectly, you know. perfectly reasonable. Me and Bobby hated Maroon. Yeah. <laughs> no, I actually, I actually do like. I think Maroon yeah. is brilliant. Actually, yeah. Bobby got soap in his eyes. I, I like get soap in my eyes. And a good thrashing. I like time slides as well, but only because my brother was in it playing me as a younger man for for, for an episode. Smegging the head. Smegging the head. The yeah. A classic. So, I've yeah. got the album. <laughs> and every, everyone seems to think Back to Reality was one of the best ones, don't they? That, that generally tops the pole, would you say? Yeah, does it? Yeah. yeah. I think, I I think with the hardcore science mm. fiction, yeah, definitely. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have a favourite, Doug? No, mm. I haven't. Because um, you, you don't really want to have a favourite, mm. or I don't, because you want, you know... The best show to be a show that's yeah, not yeah, been written. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah which is fair There's some um, favourite scenes more than favourite things because I like that grown attachment scene. I love, I love the scene we did with the uh, with the double Polaroid scene. Yeah. 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 <laughs> How come all your favourite scenes have got you and Bobby in it? See, our, our scenes will come, Dan. They just haven't come yet. Well, that, so. that, that, the scene, <laughs> that Archimedes scene tonight. Yeah, exactly. That was great. That was great. Can you imagine that the stress yeah. of that scene was yeah, scary? Because well, we're, in, well, you know, we're in the dark. There's no, we, you know, we're used, you're used to lighting in the studios, mm. and it's quite strange it doing dark. it in the dark. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, well, could you imagine Bobby and I? Yeah, we were lighting it with those two little things. Can you imagine Bobby and I saying, right, after this hilarious scene, we've got to do the straight explanation. 
The best thing that is that there was a big laugh in the dark and that the audience couldn't see anything, so it was just like the radio gag. Yeah. Yeah. What when you fell over? Twice. I got foot and eye disease. Foot and eye disease. Yeah, Forgot great. That. that was great. Um, did you want to ask a question? Yes. Hello. Uh, my question really for, for everyone, but I guess for, for Doug particularly, is um, eventually, like all, you know, there's going to be a final episode of Red Dwarf, whether it's planned or not. Have you ever thought about what the final episode would be or could be, yeah. either as a writer, yes. or do you think it's better just left yeah, open? I, yeah, I, I, I don't want to write that final episode. Uh, Seinfeld... Uh, did a final episode and Larry David said it was a mistake and oh. if he had his time all over again he wouldn't write the final episode and it, I think the feeling was it, it was a slight disappointment mm. um, and I think when people die they don't, you don't often get any warning and you don't know when it's going to be and I'd rather like the we just go thing. yeah the Red Dwarf is often every series often has ended with a cliffhanger, hasn't yeah. it? You that know. we've later come back and not yeah. explained. And not explained, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's funny how irritating <laughs> people Some find that. Some people get quite irritated by yeah. it, yeah. I did like that, though, you know, yeah. when we, we, we almost explained yeah. it sometimes. I know, I know, that was funny. Yes, the gentleman with the beard, and then, unfortunately, we have to end, I'm afraid. Thank you. Um, my question is about tonight's two episodes, both brilliant episodes, great, great comebacks, I'm sure everyone will agree. Um, both... <laughs> one... Go on, why not? <laughs> one man clapping on his own is always quite embarrassing, especially after sex, I think. Um, <laughs> um, there were two very... I remember you saying in an interview once, Doug, that you were told never to write a sci-fi sitcom because no one buys sci-fi sitcoms. Yes. They, were, they were two very different episodes. 20 could seem very sci-fi focused, right. whereas Samsara almost felt like old Red Dwarf. There was a bunk scene. Right. The Karma Drive was almost yeah. like uh, the Justice, Justice Field, yeah, very yeah. similar feel, yeah. harkened back to old Red Dwarf. Right. I wondered if there was a reason that you put them in that order and you, you didn't start with the the traditional Red Dwarf episode and then go into sci-fi? Yeah, I mean, I, there was a, quite a long discussion about that um, and, uh, and I did favour doing it the other way around. But in the end, <clears throat> um, I, I, I was won over by the argument why they should be this way around. There is an argument, though, for putting the money on the screen sort of thing. Uh, yeah. Like Twentica being a much sort of yeah. Bigger yeah, yeah. show, yeah, you know, yeah. with like, yeah. I mean, we built that street in Pinewood. We were so proud of that street. Yeah, yeah. We, and uh, we built yeah. that. We finished one episode, came back uh, over the weekend, and they built this entire sort of a yeah. 1920s American street in the middle of the studio. And it was like, wow, it was like being in proper movies. Yeah. But like, you know, with all the, you know, with the old cars and stuff and the concepts of it, it's a, it's a big show. And this is the same studio where mm. they make still open all hours. It's mm. not a big studio. Yeah. Mm. So we had to take all the audience seated out and then get the street yeah. in and then take the audience, uh, the street out and the audience <coughs> came back yeah. in. So I think the bigness of Twentica might have won over some people, but like, yeah. I think, speaking for us, some of our favourite episodes are the ones yeah. where it's just very small and character-based yeah. and it's all yeah. about the banter and the yeah. interplay between the characters. Yeah. And there is a mix throughout the series. I mean, mm. there isn't, <coughs> oh, it's just this style and there's mm. six shows like that and they're all kind of the same. There mm. is a real mix, I think. Mm. Um, and also, there are spectacular things um, in future episodes. Mm -hmm. 
Brilliant. Well, those were two spectacular episodes. Um, we must all now go and have a drink from a specimen jar like Lister did in that episode. <laughs> Maybe not. Uh, but I would like to thank the panel for the greatest show in this universe and the next. So thank you very much. Thank you.